0: Welcome to Shattered, the podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss mental illness. It's by a sufferer, for sufferers, and for the people that are looking to understand what it's like to live with mental illness. Okay, so after a couple of weeks, the Carer Series is back. Um, Mary, welcome back to the Shattered podcast. Thanks for coming on.
1: I'm very happy to be here. Happy to be back.
0: (laughs) You're my favourite guest because I don't have to pay you anything. I can just ask very, very nicely. I'm so cheap. (laughs) Now, mate, we had a uh, family emergency the last couple of weeks, which Mm -hmm. has delayed the next issue of the Carer Series. Uh, And I just want to remind people that when we left the other day, we said that you had a checklist that you think that if people go through every day, it will help them in themselves. So would it be called a self-care checklist?
1: Yes, it absolutely would be called self-care. And I do believe that if you just follow some basics, it can help you to get through each day just that little bit easier.
0: Okay, so let's, before we start, and we covered this a little bit last time, but why is it so important for the carer to take care of themselves?
1: Because generally as a carer, you're relied on You are the rock. You are needed. Not everyone has children, but um, even if you do or you don't, either the person with the condition, they need your support on a daily basis. Um, And to be able to sustain being in that situation and dealing with other people's um, high emotions, it's very important to make sure that you're putting things in place to help you keep balance of yourself And that's what the checklist basically covers.
0: Okay. So we're going to go ahead with the checklist. Go for it.
1: So point one, right at the top of the list, you have value. You are important. Sometimes we can get lost with um, a person particularly with mental health issues in it being all about their problems, how they feel in each moment, but you have value. You are important.
0: What do you mean by getting lost?
1: Um, Often because uh, we're going to treatments, uh, going to psych appointments, you can get lost in the fact that everything is about the person who is suffering. Mm -hmm. Whilst the carer suffers along with them, the focus is so much on the person with the mental health condition that you can feel lost in their problems and in, in what they're suffering
0: So you're so consumed with the other person's pain that you forget that you are uh, going through something as well.
1: Well, that's exactly right. Um, And I think in just trying to maintain each day, we forget to do some very simple uh, basic things to help you as a carer to survive and to feel like you are in a space of coping with the other person's issues as well as your own.
0: Sometimes is it good to just not care? I know that's a very <laughs> yeah.
1: unfortunately, I'm pulling a face. Um, I don't really think that that's no. I mean, an I'm, I'm not talking
0: about in the longer term, but is it is it good sometimes to just switch your mind off and just say I'm not going to think about the my my loved ones' problems for
1: a while? Oh, look, if you have that capability, fantastic. Um, I tip my hat to you. That can be very, very difficult. But as we go through the list, you can see that there's some basic points here that we're going to hit on in order for you to perhaps have that mental break that um, you're referring to. So on that point, let's dive into the next one. Point two is to exercise each day. That's not actually... I understand that that's not something that everyone can do. I do think if you are able... It is important for you to get yourself out, even if it's just 10 minutes, five minutes, and walk around your garden. If you have the luxury of going for a 30-minute walk, fantastic, go do that. It doesn't have to be strenuous. It's just about going, doing something physical, and it helps to create uh, those awesome great endorphins that's released into your body, uh, which also helps you to cope,
0: So you're not talking uh, join a a boot camp. You're talking about just getting out to clear your head uh, and get the blood pumping, get air in your lungs?
1: That's exactly right. And uh, as mentioned, it doesn't have to be for a long period of time. If you can get out for 10 minutes, 10 minutes is great. Um, But if you have the flexibility to go out and and just do a a longer session, then, then do that. I highly encourage you to. If you have hand weights in your house, grab those. Just go into your family room or another room and just um, use them for 10 minutes.
0: Would it be likewise if you, say, played a sport of some kind? Uh, one thing that I think that carers do is they put everything on their life on hold. So maybe if a person plays tennis or golf or something, they should ensure that they keep doing that?
1: If you can. I highly encourage you to but sometimes you're in a situation where the person who is suffering uh, you don't actually feel like you can leave them alone and that can be tricky so I'm trying to suggest some um, practical things that you can do if you don't feel like you can get out if you don't feel like you can remove yourself from the house then I'm trying to suggest some things that you can do while you're there
0: okay so number
1: three Point three, do one thing each day that's just for you. Now you can tie that into your exercise and say that's my one thing, it's just for me, I do that. Uh, However, it might be as simple as uh, going out for a coffee at a cafe, meeting up with a friend. Uh, It could even be if you're feeling as though you need to be at the house, go and have your favourite cup of tea have your favourite coffee at home, or have a little treat, a little treat that you love. Just do something that is just for you. It's not for the kids, it's just for you.
0: Because mm. Mm. people can feel like uh, the when they have children that the kids are suffering because both the parents' attention is on the illness and they're not getting anything. So you can often think, oh, I'm, I'm doing something for myself, but I want to go get a cup of coffee, but I'll take one of my kids because they'll enjoy that.
1: Exactly. And if you're in a situation where you have to do that, then, then do that. But ultimately, it is really, really important to go and do something that is just for you, where you know it's a treat just for you.
0: So it's okay to be selfish every once in a while. Absolutely. All right. Point four. Point four
1: is be in the moment. Sometimes when you're in the middle of a storm with someone who is suffering, it can be difficult because you lose perspective. And what I encourage people to do with that is um, it's not about the future, it's not about tomorrow, it's not about the afternoon or what meetings or sessions you might have coming up. It's about being in a moment so that could be that could look like uh, you're outside and you see a butterfly go past your face. Enjoy that moment of seeing something beautiful. It could be that your child comes in and gives you a cuddle or a kiss on the cheek. Just be in that moment with them. Uh, I think, as particularly as mums, we often forget and we give our kids a cuddle and then go, "Oh, I'm cook- in the middle of cooking dinner. I better get that done." instead of doing that, just enjoy that very brief moment um, of that interaction with your kids.
0: I know for you that nature is a place that you find great solace.
1: I do. I love it. I can even just sit by a window and just watch uh, the wind go through the leaves in a tree. (laughs) Now that's me. I strongly suggest you find those things where you can be in that moment and enjoy it. Maybe it's something that you're seeing on tv maybe it's um, a quote that you've seen on social media just enjoy that moment of reading that and it having impact to you and meaning something to you because it's those little moments that refresh your mind it refreshes your heart uh, refreshes your spirit and makes you um, able to combine with everything else and feel real and feel like you can, again, cope. Point number five. number five. Now, don't want to blow anyone's minds here. Point number five is it's okay for you to have emotions. It's okay for you to feel sad, to sometimes feel angry. Sometimes you might feel even resentful. It's okay for you to have feelings. Um, We can get very caught up in the person who's suffering and their feelings and all that seems to matter is how they feel each moment. And I want to encourage carers to acknowledge that they also have emotions and they're valid. So it's okay if some days you're struggling a little bit yourself and you feel a bit sad. That's okay.
0: Would it be fair to say that there's been days where I know you've never stopped loving me? Has there been days where you haven't really liked me?
1: Oh, yes. That's a hard one, actually, to to say. I'm looking at you while I'm saying it. Yes. Because with someone who has mental health issues and they're really in the midst of their suffering, they can just be in their own world. And it can feel hard, not only just to watch them, but to feel non-existent to them. And you can feel angry and hurt that they don't seem to care where you're at or they don't seem to care how you're feeling. Mm.
0: Mm. So how do you, it sounds fairly simple, but how do you put it into practice? How do you acknowledge your feelings? What, What things would you suggest to
1: people? If you have someone who you can talk to, it's really, really good to have a a person at least who you can vent to. Maybe you have the availability to book your own psych appointments. Um, If you can do that, I encourage you to do it because it's very healthy for you to have a platform in order to share your feelings on what's going on.
0: And if people are wondering where they would find uh, psych Psychologist to do that with you just went and saw my psychologist
1: i did uh within australia if the person who is suffering is on a mental health plan you can be entitled to a certain amount of sessions yourself as part of that mental health plan uh which are covered so yeah. you can go and do your own psych sessions particularly if you are on a budget or under financial strain there mm. is options for you to in order to do that and in a lot of places around Australia there is services in which you can contact also to reach out have a bit of a chat because sometimes you just need you just need a chat you don't need multiple chats but just know that there are services um, available to you if you want to do that otherwise if you've got a family member or a friend who you trust and you can give them a call you can talk to them And just have a platform in which you can feel like you're getting your voice out. I highly, highly encourage you to do that.
0: Okay. Just to close us out today, the five points of how Mary gets through the day.
1: So point one, please don't, don't forget you have value. You are important and you have equal importance to the person who is suffering. Point two, try and get out every day may not be for 30 minutes just do what you can do even if you just do laps around your house or up and down the hallway point three do one thing each day that is just for you something that you love something that you would enjoy point four be in the moment Um, i'm a huge advocate of being in the moment and enjoying small moments each day whether it's thirty seconds or whether you can enjoy a moment that goes for longer, just be in that moment without thinking about anything else but what's going on. And lastly, it's okay to have emotions and to not feel okay yourself at times. Um, allow yourself to feel those those feelings and try your best to have someone who you can talk to about them. Um, If you've got no one then I highly encourage you start a journal up some way in which you can vent it. All
0: right. Well, to finish it off today I want to do something a little bit different and while I'm doing this just for Mary I want you as a carer if you're listening today I want you to hear this and I want to say first of all I'm sorry. I know that I stopped being the man that you married I stopped being the father that we both wanted me to be and that's for any carer we are sorry and I also want to say thank you I don't just consider you my wife my partner I consider you my best friend and I just want to thank you and for the people that are listening you might be caring for somebody that can't say thank you And I just want to say thank you on their behalf. They do love you. They will come back to you, maybe just in a different way. Mary, thank you so much, darling. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Shattered the Podcast. Special thanks to executive producer Torian Lau and also to the band Adelaide for allowing me to use their song. Check them out, Adelaide Music in Tears Herge Engine and you'll find out all about them. I'll catch you next time on Shattered the Podcast.